0: BeastNet Podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet.
1: Hey everybody, this is Lisa from BeastNet Podcast, and today we are talking with Angela. And if you want to give us a little bit of info and background on who you are, and we'll get going from there. It's actually Tamara, but that's Tamara, okay. <laughs> it's called me not having the right info.
0: <laughs> Trust me, I'm going to be the one screwing Yep, I I'm not good at this. I've already dropped it and didn't charge. I'm trying to get it. We're going to have a good time. all right maybe maybe not I've had like I've got three different devices to do this with and none of them work oh there we go there we go and the worst thing for me ever is to see myself when I talk that's the only anxiety besides technology that I have is being on camera.
1: Yeah. I hate listening to my own voice. And when Dawn decided to throw in the Zoom meetings too and recording it, I'm like, really? Really? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, All
0: right. So Tamara, tell us a little bit about yourself here. All right. My name's Tamara. Um, I've got a great story. Uh, I don't even know which direction to even go with it, but, um, I've had a really hard life. I've worked my butt off, um, in every aspect and I've made bad decisions and good decisions. And so far in just the last probably 10 years, I've lost over hundred pounds. Oh my goodness. I have had a double mastectomy, full hysterectomy I've broke this shoulder three times Um, and everybody has always told me you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't thinking about this podcast. And what I wanted to talk about the most is my drive and the drive to inspire others to say, yes, you can. The only thing holding you back is yourself or what you think of yourself and every obstacle needs to be broken. You need to push yourself. You need to not listen to other people and be the best damn version of yourself possible.
1: That's incredible.
0: Yes. And and it has been amazing. It's been such an awesome journey. And when people say, I'm sorry, it just pisses me off because the journey is what makes you stronger and makes you a better person. And I love the journey. I've loved the struggles. And I believe that every one of them has been for a reason.
1: Where it got you started on your weight loss journey?
0: Well, I was fit growing up and I wanted to be a high school PE teacher growing up, but I was like, oh, there's no money there, you know, why would you do that? That kind of thing, and I followed the corporate world and I said there's two places I never 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 wanted to live, and that was Texas and Mississippi. And God's got a sense of humor because my job transferred me to Dallas <laughs> oh. and I loved it. I actually, I had a really good time there. And then my family moved to Mississippi and I followed them there. And unfortunately we were living in a really small town and there's nothing to do. There's no gyms, you know, there's nothing promoting healthy living. And I got into a bad marriage and I put every single person before myself and I got fat, really fat um, put on the smiling face, said everything was good and just put myself on the back burner. And that is not what you need to do to be a happy person. Agreed. Yeah. So I think I took it in two different stages with that. And, uh, I remember signing up and I was really overweight. Um, I've got some heart problems too, and I was going through a divorce. I guess that would be first. And they did a stress test on me and, They put me on that treadmill and I was 85 pounds overweight. I mean, really overweight. And they put me on that thing. And next thing you know, (laughs) the doctors were in there. We had nurses in there. We had people clapping. Just go. Because I was the second best person on that treadmill, on that incline and the speed and everything. And I was completely overweight. And they said, listen, they said, if you can do this. I'm probably going to cry today. I can already feel it. He said, if you can do this, do not stop. You can, you, you, you know, your heart problems, you're going to be fine. Just take antibiotics. When you go to the dentist, um, tell people if you have surgery, so forth. And that inspired me to start jogging. And I would run like one light pole, walk a light pole, run one, walk one. And I signed up. I was completely overweight for a 5k in like six weeks. And I was thinking in my head, I can't do this. And I remember my husband saying, what, you think you're going to win? You know, why are you doing that? You know, what's your purpose in this? And I was thinking, I don't know, but I'm going to do my best. And I'll be doggone I placed in that race.
1: Oh my gosh, that's amazing.
0: Right here. I swear to you. And that's one of the things that I love about running and obstacle courses. And it's here. It's yes. not necessarily your body, it's your mind. And, and what you think is what's going to happen. And yes. still to this day, if I sign up for a race, I think I can't finish. And I know damn well I can, yes. but I have that in my head. Like, what what if you don't? Mm-hmm. And uh, my biggest drive is just to try to motivate people in all stages, in every single level, whether you're broken or not broken. Go, go, go. Don't stop. Yes. Be strong. And the stronger that you are physically, the stronger you are mentally.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Sometimes I think that the mental side kind of has to come before the physical, just on the fact that, you know, you're your own worst enemy and you have to get past those blockages in your head. And damn it, those are hard to get through sometimes. Like they're hard and it's your own self. You're having to beat your own self at times.
0: I tell people every, every single day, when you wake up in the morning, what you say to yourself or what you're letting run through your head is going to determine your whole day. If you say, this day is going to suck, your day is going to suck. Suck, Yes. Suck. <laughs> you got to turn it way. around and just say, hey, I'm going to have a good day. If I don't like something in my life, I'm going to change it. And we're, we can change things and people don't realize we're not a tree. We can move. We can find different friends. We can find a different job. We yes. can do anything we want to do. We just have to do it.
1: Yes. Agreed. So you started your, um, your journey on weight loss and then you said within the last 10 years, like you've had the double mastectomy and the hysterectomy and the shoulder. Was that just like, it's just a series of events on top of it. Or how did that all come to play with in within your journey here?
0: When I was living in the small town, um, I got certified to be a personal trainer, trying to educate myself as to what I needed to do to get stronger. And okay. I didn't do anything with it. And then I moved to Jackson, which is a big city with so many different resources and parks that are clean. I mean, just so many different things. There's so many options. When I hear people complain here, it just kills me. You know, there we have options. And I started um, a job. A really nice place, and I was the food service director. And they said, "Well, we need you here all three shifts: breakfast, lunch, dinner." You know, yeah. I said, "That's yeah. fine as long as I can take a two-hour break in the afternoon and go work out." They said, "Sure, no problem." Got on into it. And they're like, "Oh, you can't leave the premises because things fall apart when you leave." So I started running or whatever. And then they're like, "Well, you can't do that because you're sweating." Well, hello, what do you think we're doing when we're working? You know, (laughs) if you're working hard enough, you're sweating anyway. (laughs) And that was just a major obstacle for me. And then when I had the surgery and I had the mastectomies and a full hysterectomy, which I didn't, I wasn't prepared for. I didn't know that that was going to happen at the same time. Um, I remember waking up just thinking I'd never be a woman again, you know, going yeah. through all of this and then saying, Oh, well, you can't even take hormones for at least another year. I, I just thought it was over. Yeah. And I went back to work and my surgery was a 19 hour surgery and I had to have two of them. Oh. And I remember the grief that I got that I missed work almost like it was elective, you know? Yeah. And it was such a struggle to go walk back in those doors, and then I thought, "What? What the hell am I doing?" You know, yeah, I'm there morning to night, no time for my family. What do I want to do? And I was like, "I want to get back into fitness." And I took a major pay cut. I started working um, as an ambassador at Burn Boot Camp. Uh, great program, great people, love the girl power, and that started a huge transformation and a mindset. And I went from making good money to nothing. And let me tell you, money's not everything. The more you make, the more you spend, you are just signing a deal with the devil. <laughs> yeah, you find what you love to do and everything will line itself up. And in that process, I hurt my back um, and had to do Pilates and chiropractic to get better. Uh, realized the importance in that and then I got certified in Pilates and it just started a forward momentum of what do I want to do. And I was like, I want to be a trainer. And I started training with Pilates and pretty much helping people with with problems, back problems, hip problems, and, and all of that. And the world just opened up to me. I figured out what I wanted to do. And I'm like, that's not my passion. My passion is pushing people. To make the change, yeah. Next thing you know, some people gave me some chances to train at different places, and I started doing some training, and it exploded. And then the COVID thing happened, and I know I probably talk way too much and no, too fast, you are but totally just fine. Uh, the COVID thing happened, and I was already working teaching some group classes um, at one facility, and then teaching at another country club. And I was bouncing around a lot, trying to make the money and do what trainers do. You can only work so many places so many times. Did I lose you?
1: Oh, yeah. My internet's kind of sketchy. My daughter's still in school. And so we're staring. She's the hogging. Internet. She's <laughs> hogging.
0: <laughs> yeah, Our we're staring at the internet. <laughs> getting education, taking the internet. Right? At least she's not playing games, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you're at working in the two different, like the different places and stuff, where to go from there with all of this.
0: It was actually three different places at oh that goodness. time. And then, and nobody would let me, I didn't sign a non-compete, you know, but they yeah. didn't want me anywhere else either. And it was really awkward and it, it was hard. Um, and yeah. I'm sure other trainers understand that. And then COVID hit and it was like, I lost all three jobs just oh. like that what do you do? Um, And you just, I cleaned everything in my house. I power blasted the porches. I mowed three acres of lawn with a push mower. I was, I did everything. And I was like, I cannot sit here and do nothing. So I was like, well, what can I do? So I found something I was passionate about that I've always wanted to have time to do. And that was to help out um, at an animal shelter. So I started filling some of my time with that and then my clients were reaching out to me and they're like, "Okay, this isn't going away. We need you to do mobile boot camps." So I threw all my weights, I camped out at academy. I never done the Black Friday stuff. I'm really not a shopper. Yeah. And I would sit out there and wait for the doors to open like trying to get me some weights. <laughs> yeah. And I have oh my gosh, they know me. They're the owner from Academy, the manager came last night just to check out my facility. What was going on? It was just so funny because they they know me there, but (laughs) I get in there and there's one guy in front of me and we waited like two hours before they opened, hoping they had weights and then come out and say, if you're here for ammo, you might as well go home or we got a little bit of weights. You might get lucky. And there's an old guy in front of me. I mean, old too. (laughs) One guy in front of me and they only let 10 people in at a time. Two hours before they open, I'm sitting on my yoga mat out there and he looks at me and I look at him. It was on. They open those doors. He gets the cart. He's trying to break the two apart. And he gets two <laughs> apart. I grab one. He grabs one. And it was on. I felt like we were in one of those shows. You know, Yeah. eye contact. <laughs> it's on. So I take the right lane. He takes the left. And we're running through Academy. And some poor guy had a pallet. And he's like, you know, which way do I go? Oh my gosh! So we get to where we're going, and the pallets weren't even unwrapped, and it was like Christmas. I mean, you're just ripping stuff, oh grabbing gosh. it, and I got probably probably 500 pounds worth of weights and just different, you know, different things, and I was yeah. didn't have the money for. It. I mean, really, but it was just like you yeah. got to get it while you got it, yeah. I was high. I was like, oh my gosh, shopping high from hell. I was so <laughs> proud of that. And uh, I started doing like mobile boot camps with the with one of the dogs that I was just taking home for the night because it was my birthday. Yeah, and She's sitting right over here, uh, <laughs> foster fail over here. And she started doing mobile boot camps with me and Aww. I thrived through COVID once again because of mindset. Yes, that's fantastic. Um, I was able to find some of my passion and reconnect with some of my clients and then my clients were freaking amazing and they said, "This building right here is my new gym. um They're like, "You need to be independent. You don't need to be bouncing around like you were. You need to do you because I got a potty mouth too." <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. And I love playing bad music when I work out. I do. Yeah, I'm fun. I'm super fun. And uh, they're like, you have to go independent. And I was like, not ready for it. Yeah. But once again, it was God saying, go, go, go. And I wasn't ready for it. Or I didn't think I was. And I was. And I needed that push. And I needed that momentum. And it has been the best adventure Um,
1: so awesome. So awesome. So COVID kind of just led you to more of your passions in some aspects. And then now you, you have your own place now. Like it's the universe. Like I swear, even with this year being the way it is, the universe has a way of just putting you like right where you need to be. And you know, a lot of it, like you said, has to do with your mindset and being like, I'm going to do this. I got this. And just jumping in and going for it. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And with the last obstacle
0: course race, I was just going to ask about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to sign up. I mean, I was on the fence and really intimidated and I was going to sign up for it and it was closed. So we do a thing here, which is something else, which just really different, but I combined all my passions together. We yeah. do wine on Wednesday. So we work out. Everybody brings a bottle of wine, and we do wine sampling here. And girl power, uh, way fun, great networking, and just a awesome way to break up the week. So going into wine down Wednesday, some of my other girls who do are big into the obstacle races. Are like, after a couple of glasses of wine, they're like, "Are you doing it?" I said, "No, it's closed." I said, "I can't." She said, "She said, no, I think it opened back up." I said, "Oh yeah, I had." A, couple glasses of wine. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll be doggone. It did open back up and I was like, shit, you know, am I ready for this? Oh my gosh. You know, no, I wasn't ready for it at all. You know, yeah, this was Wednesday. The event was Saturday. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I was- Pulling all of the excuses. Well, I don't have a room to stay in because it was in Meridian. and they're like, "Oh, you can stay with us." And I was <laughs> like, "There's no excuses." And I always say, "Do not wait for you to be ready to do something because if you wait until you're ready, you'll never do it. You'd be waiting forever." If it's having kids or taking a job change or getting ready for an obstacle course race, <laughs> just just do it. Yeah. You know, who cares if you fail, right? Yeah. And that race was so much fun, so much fun um, and pain. And once again, that mental stuff, we're running through the trails at Bonita Lake. And I'm thinking, these aren't trails these aren't <laughs> are trails. We had no idea where we were going. We had to just look at trees and hope they were wrapped <laughs> with the orange or whatever it was. And I was thinking you would never do this stuff unless you're pushed into it or somebody else was doing it right in front of you. <laughs> Cause I'm a mosquito magnet. There's, you know, thorny bushes, there's mud, there's gunk. You'd never do that ever unless you're following other people and they say it's okay to do it. Yeah. Right. Right. We hit this wall. I, there was three walls and they had to have been eight to 10, eight feet high. And they said, can't touch the sides. You got to get over that wall. I'm thinking there is no way in hell I'm getting over that wall. Right. I mean, yeah. nowhere ever in my life would I try to scale a wall and think I could do it. They're saying I can do it. So I'm thinking, well, I got to try it. Right. I hit the wall yeah. three times. Boom, boom. You know, and I'm thinking, what the heck? My friend, Christy, I'll be doggone. She's shorter than me. Somehow she made it up the wall. And I was thinking if she made it up the damn wall, I'm going up that wall. And I got up there, hit the wall, crawled up, you know, as much as I could. And I could bring my body up to about here. And then I was thinking, now I got to get that foot up over that wall. I'm thinking, okay, I'm more flexible. I used to not even be able to touch my toes. I can do it. You know, pull that foot up. Then I get that foot up and I'm thinking, I'm going to fall on my head, you know, yeah. I was like, hell no, I am not going down. Yeah, no. Scraped the living life out of my leg, um, which was awesome, by the way. <laughs> I posted all of my bruises and scrapes <laughs> because I earned them. Yeah, And I <laughs> over that dang wall. And how empowering is that? It's because very I, empowering. I can take that into every single aspect of my life and say, if you can do that, you can do anything. So true. And You know, I did sign up for the competitive part. I don't even know if I knew what I was doing when I signed that part versus the non-competitive part. Yeah. Because if other people have not done these obstacle races before, I don't want to scare them because if you're not in the competitive part, you can get on people's backs, you can get help, you can you know it's a teamwork thing, which is probably even more important. It is more important than the competitive side. Truthfully. Yeah. Because it's working as a team and helping other people and getting through it. And me and my friend Christy, who she was ready. She's a beast, man. She's a beast. She was ready for. It. We got, you know, I thought they said somewhere in that it was six miles, but my GPS was already past six miles. And I was thinking, <laughs> oh, it is eight miles. Great. With 30 obstacles. Awesome. You know. And at mile 6 my calves were cramping so bad that uh that if i didn't go like like a penguin yeah <laughs> my toe ooh ah ooh and i was like ah, ee, ee, you know <laughs> i stumbled a couple times and i was like go leave me you know i i got this yeah. You know, I'll make it out of the woods. And I'm thinking, I don't know if I'll make it out of the woods because I couldn't read the markers like she did. But I was thinking, do not let me slow you down. Go, go, go. Yeah. And I'll be all gone pretty quick after that. She got the cramps. Oh, no. and I was thinking, oh, I've got that guilty conscience. I gave her the cramps, you know, <laughs> somehow I gave it to her and um, we forged through that thing and we were not going a hundred percent. Especially because because of me, but we were pushing each other, just one obstacle after yeah. another. And uh, I remember at the very end, they have oh, huge monkey bar things where you hold the thing and you scooch it, and then you have the arm to arm monkey bars, and then you have the rings, and it was yeah. single rings. Well, with my shoulder, and you can see it. Yeah, um, yeah, I can go monkey bars. I can, I can do almost everything, but the ring part, I think the stretching scares me like almost like I know better, like just don't, you can push it, but just don't push it that hard. Yeah. And, um, I watched her start it and, and I was thinking, I was thinking, okay, how am I going to do this and not break my shoulder at the last obstacle too? Yeah. you know, I made it this far, I'm cramping. I was like, I'm, I'm going to push this thing. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it through it and asked him, I went back and I said, what are the rules? And they said, you can't touch the sides and you got to get from A to Z. That's the only rules. (laughs) And They're like, yeah. And let me tell you, I got a creative mind. I I really don't, but, but I'm a rule stretcher, not a rule breaker. I'm a rule stretcher. And I'm thinking, okay, okay, I can do this. I'll get through the first two, the monkey bars and the scooch scooch thing. And I'll, Come up over the obstacle instead of the, you know, the rain yeah, things. Yeah. I said, I'll just plop my, you know, get my body up on top and walk across those last little bars and come up on the other end. That's exactly what I did. And I got to the other end, and then I'm thinking, I'm 15 feet in the air. I got to jump down from here. <laughs> but I was thinking, if I got over that damn wall, I'm going to be able to, you know, drop yeah. down. And I remember being up there and seeing the photographer. And I was thinking, and she's taking pictures. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, I did it. She's like, of course you did. And her motivation was just so incredible. Cause she believed in me. I mean, that's the other thing. I, if somebody believes in you, you're, I think you're so much more capable of anything. Yeah. And some people just don't have somebody saying you can do it. And I'll be doggone. I drop down and she takes my picture and I'm walking back to get my sunglasses and give other people advice. And then she's like, no, run, run. And I'm like, run. She's like, the timer things right here. And I'm thinking, we have, you know, goofed around in the woods. You know, we've walked some. Um, I've been, and I'm like, run. I said, like, okay, fine. So I run through the and I'm like, yes, you know, yeah. we survived. <laughs> so we get to the finish line and uh First thing in my mind, I don't know about you, but when I do events, beer, I told them in the thing, I need a shirt that says I run for beer, (laughs) nothing better than kicking butt in the morning and drinking a beer at 11 o'clock after you ran eight miles and then 30 obstacles. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just thrilled and I'm looking for bug spray because I'm a bug magnet. So we end up by the motorcycles and got some beer. We're over there camping out and I start getting phone calls from people and they're like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm, I'm by the motorcycles and the beer. They're like, well, you need to be up here. And I was like, why? And they said, you won an award. I'm like, what, what? They're like, yeah. They're like, you come up here. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I missed the awards. Um, and met Julie Wolf. Yes, Julie. She's amazing. Oh my gosh. Kindred spirits and souls. She was so much freaking fun. Um, and and going back to it, when I signed up for the race, I I did email her like some questions, like oh God, I said I'm scared to death. You know, how many people are signed up? You know, all the basically. Yeah. She was right on top of it. I mean, how she kept up with the people and the events, it just blew my mind. Anyway, but we get over there and I meet them and saw my friend, Sean, who was volunteering there and everyone was so nice. I mean, it was like family. Yeah. Every one of them. I mean, it was just shockingly awesome. And if anybody has never done this, they have to just for the connection with other people. Yes. Totally agree so, with you on that one. So my friend who was volunteering, she's like, oh, well, let's go to Weidman's or I don't know. I didn't even fully read my text. I'm still on this high from getting the event done and everything. Yeah. I sure, we'll show up. We ended up with all of them that night at Weidman's. And I swear, I think I probably made connections for life, you know, and I'm like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm addicted. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, adi- everybody has to do this. Um, yes. Then I looked up your your podcast, yeah. uh, BeastNet, yeah. and was literally brought to tears on the gentleman talking about helping the people with disabilities. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that is amazing. And when he said it's so much more important than a podium, he Aaron, has yeah. won the lotto on life because he understands it's getting other people to get over that wall.
1: Yes. Yes. Amazing.
0: I agree with you on that one. Absolutely amazing. So I can't tell you how good of an experience I had with everything.
1: That is amazing to hear. And that's, I think, one of the major, um, draws to obstacle course racing. Um, if you're an elite athlete, I get it. Follow the rules, do, you know, everything you have to, but when it comes down to the core of who does obstacle course racing, it's the average athlete. It's the average person just wanting to get off the couch and get out there and do that. And, you know, even the adaptive athletes, they want to be able to do that, you know, just because it's fun and it's something that they enjoy doing. And just because there's a physical limitation or a mental limitation, it doesn't stop you and you can still do it. But the family that you have after you've done obstacle course racing, it is literally the most uplifting thing because it's the family that you choose. And most of the time they understand what you're going through and you make lifelong friends. Um, I have people now in my life that I never would have imagined having six years ago. And I can't imagine not having them in my life, like Mike and Don, who are co-hosts here on the podcast, and my best friend. Like she and I met five years ago, and we're like <laughs> we're trouble, <laughs> trouble one and trouble two, pretty much. <laughs> um, Fun trouble, nothing better than that. Exactly. It's you know, it's the shenanigans that happen on course, and I'm not a competitive runner. Don't really want necessarily want to be. I like being. And the open waves, helping people, cheering people on. And that to me is the heart of OCR. And what I love the most about it is that aspect. So yeah, we're talking to Aaron when he was talking about how, you know, he's creating an obstacle course race for adaptive athletes to make it easier for them. I was just like, can I, can I, can I come there? Can I come to Florida and help you out? Cause I just want to see this. I want to be a part of that.
0: That is amazing. And when I started my own gym, the beautiful part, I know this is going to sound horrible is I get to pick and choose my clients. If you're a negative nanny, you're not, you're not supposed to be here (laughs) because you'll bring down everybody. And I don't want that. Yeah. And my favorite, favorite clients that I have kept and I will never drop unless they drop me is the ones with the disabilities. And I have one gal, oh my gosh, I'm about to cry. Her name's Tika. And she was in a car wreck. She lost her dad. She was ejected from the vehicle, severely injured, was in a coma for months. And she has more spirit and drive than 99% of the people that you will ever meet, ever. And she's happier than most people because she chooses to be and nothing stops her. And I have got to watch her just get stronger and better and, you know, hit these <laughs> things that most normal people would be scared of. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to ride a horse and yeah, I'm going to do this. And she motivates me more than I can motivate her. And she doesn't even, she doesn't even understand it.
1: That's incredible. That's utterly incredible. And, you know, I agree. The people like I see on the course, they motivate me so much. I've seen a guy, it might've been his first Spartan and he was very overweight, but he just kept going. And I passed him a couple times. And every time I did, I was like, dude, I'm so proud of you. You got this. You are so going to kill this course. I'm so proud of you. And you know, you just kind of see him. He kind of just like picked up his shoulders a little bit and walked a little taller. And that was motivation right there for me. I'm like, if he can do this, if he can get out of his comfort zone so much to be out here doing this, what's stopping me to continue to improve and get better. And they are motivating. Everybody's motivating when I'm in the open. He's like, I love watching all the people I don't know if I go more for me or if I go to people watch and see that everybody like conquer like their fears and
0: everything. Oh, and I I'm, I swear by it. But when you do something you never thought you could do, it makes you stronger in every single aspect of your life. Yes, and that that's my biggest motivation is getting people stronger physically. So they build the confidence and I'll be doggone confidence is sexy, you know, and (laughs) that's one of my things get strong here and then get strong physically and watch what happens. It's like the universe opens up to you. Um, It's amazing. Amazing.
1: That is that's see, I'm with you on that one. It is amazing. And you know, I don't know how other people have dealt with like the COVID and the lockdowns and everything else. But for me, it's kind of been a chance to do a lot of reflecting and, you know, healing and fixing myself mentally so that I can be physically stronger. And holy crap, it's opened a lot of doors for me. Um, Never expected to be a co-host on this podcast. And I'm a co-host on the podcast. And I'm like. Well, there's Where one, door, you open door. There's one awesome. door open. There's one door open. And it's connecting me with people I never would have imagined being connected to and talking to and interviewing. And that's just it's incredible. And I think that's amazing when people can do that. Like obstacle course racing is a huge um it's a huge example of that because people are doing just that. They're conquering their fears, they're talking you know, it's taking care of the physical and the mental side of all the blockages, because I don't know about you, but when I'm out there on the course, I'm going through so many things in my head. Just it's freeing to me. Cause I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going through all the problems and things. I'm like, I'm enjoying myself at the same time. Cause even though I'm up here, I'm physically active. I'm bullshitting with my teammates and having a lot of fun. And that's my happy place. Being on that course, whatever course it is, that's my happy place. And, oh, I've missed it. (laughs) I wish I was back there because (laughs) I would have been there
0: with you. Like, I miss getting money. (laughs) Oh, I bet. I bet. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote
1: on hosting your training needs. What are your goals? uh, Like, what are you seeing for yourself? Like with obstacle course racing in this next year and where you want to go with your gym in this next year, since you have that
0: whole door just like blew open for you. And those are crazy questions because I'm still trying to figure it out as I go too. And I'm, I'm one of those where I really truly believe if you ask for something, you're most likely going to get it. And the hardest thing for most people to do is is put it out into the universe and say, this is what I want to do. And it's almost intimidating because I don't want to say the wrong things and get the wrong thing back because I've done that before. Okay, I did that (laughs) with my first husband. I I really did. I got exactly what I asked for because I didn't think I was worthy of, of more than what I asked for. And I'm still trying to figure out my goals and what exactly it is that I need to do. I know my overall Is motivating people, getting people to get out of their comfort zones and quit making excuses and try something they've never done and just get stronger physically, mentally, spiritually and have fun. And, you know, where I go with that, I'm not quite sure, but I know the doors are going to open up as I as I. Continue. We were, yeah, as yes. I voice them, but i got to figure them out first because I'm a little scared. I could
1: totally I, I'm right there with you on that one. Like, Ooh, do I want to put that out there? Yeah.
0: But <laughs> if I could get sponsored to do some do some races and do that for fun or you know, do some workouts and be able to travel with them. I miss the travel. Yeah. It's bad. I mean, I am dying not having a vacation planned out or Yes. you know, and the cold weather and the rain today. I'm I'm just like, oh, I'm so over this. Uh, that's you know. totally
1: there with you. My uh, best friend and I were talking about that. Cause we're like, why does this year feel so off? And I'm like, because we didn't go on a vacation this year. Like there was no girl trip for us. Like we weren't able to unplug from all of our responsibilities and just go hang out and have fun. And she's like, oh yeah, that's right. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Um, was it last it wasn't last year, it was a year before. It was the middle of winter. We were f- we were so cold. We're like, I just want to be warm. And she's like, let's go on a trip. I'm like, okay, where? We went to Sedona, Arizona in the middle of the summer. It was like hundred and ten
0: degrees and we're like, oh, it's oh I Sunday. grew up in I grew up in Tucson in the summers and Alaska in the winters. Tell me I did not have that wrong. Oh, um sorry. so yes, I know exactly what you're talking about, but weren't the skies beautiful? Oh, it was amazing. Uh, amazing. It was like
1: one of the best trips I have been on and it was just relaxing. It was fun. We you said Sedona? Ourselves. Yeah, Sedona. Isn't it gorgeous? Yes. Oh, I loved that is it. such an amazing
0: place. Yes. Loved um, it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's like we were the same thing. We want to travel and get back to our trips. And now we're trying to figure out where we want to go and what we're going to do because, you know, you can only let what's happening stop you for so long. And you got to get back to some sort of normalcy hopefully. yeah. Um, do you, does your gym have like a Facebook page and Instagram, anything like that? Or are you still working on it? Well,
0: I had my accountant, he has got to get it set up. <laughs> <laughs> he, I think he set me up with, and this is just cracks me up, um, with another email that I got to get linked. Um, I'm trying to remember what it was, but it's got a bad word and it's really funny. I was like, oh, that's perfect for me. Uh, I haven't got that linked yet, but I will let you know later. But right now um, it's just my email or Facebook and I do more Facebook Facebook. and I know that's so all the young people do Instagram and all the other platforms, but right now I'm on Facebook as (laughs) Tamara Camille Williams. Okay, and that's how most people reach out to me. Um, right. I think the I think the email he's got is "Never Quit Shit." <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure, but I, I haven't I haven't linked my GoDaddy because I gotta get with the provider, and I haven't done any of that yet. But I'm pretty sure that that's what he picked out for me because my license plate says "Never Quit." Oh, that's he's like, awesome! Oh, this domain is open, I believe. It's never quit shit, and that is just perfect for you. So, I think <laughs> he's he, he. I think he like, did it. I just haven't done my part on that, but it'll be coming.
1: That's fantastic! I love that domain name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, you know. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. But that's why I'm independent, you know. Yeah. So you I can, can be
1: me. Yeah, you can say what you want and do
0: what you want. <laughs> that's and that's the awesome. other thing I preach to everybody is you do not have to be perfect.
1: No. You
0: need to do the very best that you possibly can and no excuses, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing about me that's perfect. There's nothing I would claim to be perfect. I make mistakes every single day, whether it be eating or drinking or whatever. Um, but I still have a good time and I still do the very best that I can and still have a good time.
1: That's all that matters. It's um, You have to choose to be happy. And I think... A lot of people get lost in, you know, oh, money's going to make me happy. You know, the material stuff's going to make me happy. This is going to make me happy. And bottom line, it's you. You have to choose to be happy. And that I think is a really hard lesson for some people to learn is that you are responsible for your own happiness, just you, nobody else. And you have to make the choice to continue to be happy. you know, I don't care if it's because you're happy, you have a hot cup of coffee in your hand, or a, you know, a glass of wine. You just choose to be happy. Um, and like you said earlier, it's waking up in the morning and say, okay, today is going to be a good day. Today is going to be a fantastic day. And yeah, you might be thrown some curveballs, but it's how you handle those curveballs. You can either sit there and dwell on it and let it ruin your day, or you can say, okay, I've had a shit moment it's a shit moment. Okay. Let's focus on something else. Um, I had one of this more this morning. I had a really shit moment and it took me about 45 minutes or so to get completely out of that, but I got out of it and you just, you got to keep moving.
0: Absolutely. And one of the things that I talk to my clients about is I want, want you to walk in and say, what are three things that make you happy? Do you know how many people can't even think, and you can't say family, you know, what makes you happy? Don't say family. People get yeah. stuck on it and they, they have no idea what even makes them happy. Um, then I say, what makes you mad? Give me three things. They can name off the things that make them mad. What makes you sad? They can name them off. And I'm like, okay, your homework this week is, is what are three things that make you happy? And it's yeah. powerful. It, yeah. It is. I
1: started, it was January 5th last year. I started writing down 10 things every day that I was grateful for. And um, sometimes they're completely random things that I'm grateful for, but every day I write down 10 things. For a while, I was only doing three in the morning, three at night. I have um, a journal that I started and I write down how I feel in the morning, write down how my day goes, my three things. And I've started another book and just writing 10 things every day that I'm grateful for and that changes your mindset it changes your mindset and you start realizing all the little things that make you
0: happy absolutely and prayer you know if you yep. if you break down into prayer say thank you look at the things yes. that you're appreciative for and go through that and then say you're sorry for all the stuff you did wrong And then if you don't fall asleep or whatever, then ask (laughs) for things to come back to you, you know, and it's a great reflection, whether you're journaling it, praying for it, whatever talks to your soul, but it's powerful. It is. I fully
1: agree with you on that one. Fully agree with you. Um, And, you know, you talk about getting over your fears and not having those fears. It's sometimes just taking that leap. You may not be fully prepared, but you never know what's on the other side of that leap. I mean... You could fall flat on your face for a minute, but then again, what if you don't, what if you grab onto the other side and Holy crap, your life completely changes. And it's utterly amazing because you took that one little jump to get over your fears. I mean, it could be a puddle that you're jumping over, or it could be a huge Canyon, but either way you've made that jump and taken that risk of getting past that fear that blocks you.
0: My surgeries and that scare was the best damn thing ever because it let me start living and I made a vision board very not artistic it was just some little cue cards and I put all the goals that I wanted to achieve in that year up on that vision board and all of them were stuff that I was scared of from skydiving to snorkeling to you know doing some of these obstacle course races and some 5k's and a half marathon and I mean I put all this crazy stuff on there that I never would have dreamed that I could have done. Do you know when you put it out there and you write it down, you look at it, at, if you're anything like me, that shit was done in six weeks. Wow. Six weeks. That's incredible. That is incredible. Powerful. It's amazing because if you put it out there and you tell people you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Yep. Um. Awesome. 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 And uh, I just think a lot of people need to figure out what the heck they want. Instead of saying what they don't want, what do you want? Yes. And sometimes you got to start with what you don't want to figure out what you do want, but saying it out loud, believing that it's going to happen and doing it, you know, yes, that last obstacle course race. What am I scared of? Well, what was I scared of? As a Good question. Yeah. Right? yeah. Small tunnels or, you know, being confined, um, tons of stuff, failure. Yeah. Failure, number one, that's the biggest thing I'm scared of in my whole life is failure. What did we do in that last obstacle race? Conquered almost every fear. And here we are right now conquering my other fear. And that is being where I can (laughs) see myself. And I haven't even looked at myself. I'm proud of myself. I've been looking at you. But that is, that's my biggest fear is putting myself out there and being made fun of, you know, Yes. or not looking like. I think that I should look like or whatever. And I could totally know.
1: I could totally relate to you on that one. I have a hard time with that too. I don't um I don't mind taking my own picture if it's a selfie because I can control how that looks. But when I see pictures of me and somebody else has taken them or they're like full body pictures, I'm like, what the f-? Did you do that for? Like, why? Why? <laughs> or the screen freezes up. You're like, no, that's yes. not there. Yes, like when you sit Yeah, you get the picture, you're like, like
0: why (laughs) why did you post that I've got I gotta get your information and send you a picture (laughs) that somebody sent me about what they posted on Facebook and it was her on a scale have you seen that yet no (laughs) (laughs) and if you really look close enough she didn't have any underwear on (laughs) it is hilarious and I'm like oh that is something I would do so many I've done stupid shit like that all the time i've screenshotted something and then post it or like you realize we can see the photos underneath it <laughs> <laughs> That is like, damn it i did it again you know oh my
1: gosh that's, that is that's... one of my fears like if i'm at work and like we share memes and stuff and if i show a picture i'm like okay make sure your gallery can't be seen because i got a little bit of a twisted sense of humor i find i got some memes on there that probably
0: offend some of my co-workers i'm like oh Don't let them see that. (laughs) And my attention to detail sucks. I look at what I'm looking at and I will miss everything in the background and like post stuff. And I'm like, somebody will bring it up. I'm like, oh no, you know, (laughs) I did it again. You know? Oh my gosh. But I embarrass myself on the daily so much that it takes a lot to get me embarrassed now, you know? Yeah. It's me. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I own it. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Well, well, this has been so much fun. It
1: has been. Thank you so much for dealing with my lateness
0: and <laughs> technical oh, difficulties. I not so, <laughs> so thought that was me. I'm telling you, when I hit Zoom, I Zoomed my whole phone in. Then I couldn't even open it because it was Zoomed. I'm like, freak, freak, freak. Then my other platform's dead. And I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm and I was so stressed out. I was like, I'm God. not good at this but I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better. You are so going to get better. You're going to tackle the crap
1: out of this. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on and, um, definitely want to have you on again when we see where you're going and how far your business takes off. I'm so excited for you about that. Um, Thank you. congratulations on the podium at Celtic warrior. That's fantastic. Even if it was like a fluke and you weren't expecting it, that's still awesome. That made so, it even better. It exactly. It even better. <laughs> exactly. Um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your night and a great day and happy holidays to you.
0: Thank you so much. And I look forward to talking to you again and hopefully seeing you at one of the events. Oh, that's my plan. (laughs) Definitely. That's my plan.
1: (laughs) All right. Have a great night. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet Podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.